and welcome to the spoiler cast where we talk about the latest and greatest in gaming news and what we're playing i guess I don't today's know spoiler cast is brought to you by little sweetheart soaps made out of little sweethearts warning may contain up to 50 percent human fat I'm your host, Dan Zarzicki, <laughs> and I'm joined here by Tristan Atherne Hess. Hi there, I'm the one speaking in an old-timey voice, brought to you by Sparkle. What do you need it to sparkle? Get Sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> Derailed already! Patrick Knight. It's a new world record. Yeah. And I'm brought to you by Nice Spring Water. <laughs> careful, careful, that's an actual thing. Yeah. <laughs> And the captain, Ryan Barbosa, is here. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just laughing at you guys. Sorry. <laughs> With you and your Dallas Cowgirls hat. Oh, hey, did you hear? Apparently the Dallas Cowboys Stadium is the new uh, tornado evacuation zone for the area of Dallas. Oh, good. So uh, the seats will fall down when everybody goes there. Appar- well, apparently the reason why is because the odds of a touchdown are very low. <laughs> oh! <laughs> snap! <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. Did you hear? Did you hear that Tony Romo was cast in the uh, was cast in the uh, new Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Oh no! Oh, Here no. we go! Here we go! Because <laughs> it's called Catch Me If You Can. Oh. That was a terrible joke. I don't know where I was going with that. I still hate you guys. Hey, I don't mind. I'm one of the people who's like, well, the Cowboys should really be good, but they're not. Underperforming nonsense. Where are we? <laughs> We're on that show where we talk about the latest and greatest in gaming news reviews, what we've been playing. At the end of the episode, guys, at the end of the episode, we've been talking about again. Yep. It's okay. We talk about a game we've been uh, in full, spoil it, kind of discuss it, things like that. Uh, this week we have Ryan here uh, again. We're going to be talking about he's been playing Splinter Cell, Schindler's List. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe we actually made that joke on the air. We just did. well, I was going to um, go with Splinter Cell Black Tie or Splinter Cell Franz List or Shopping List. <laughs> yeah, that's that the was my one. favorite shopping list. <laughs> yeah, shopping list. Oh man, we were going over prior to the show. We were going over some some lists, <laughs> some listisms for Splinter Cell, like our list of news. Yeah, yeah. that we'll get to later. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, let's just start with the news. All right. <laughs> so, um, Gamescom happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, a thing. Like, was it last week? Two weeks ago? Uh, no, two weeks ago, I think. Two weeks ago? Oh. Yep. No. Um, <coughs> you okay? Yeah. <coughs> I think we overhyped him. <coughs> do not do not consume beverage while hype is active. I know, right? <laughs> <coughs> okay, okay. Tristan's having beer for the first time. It went later. down the wrong. <laughs> it, went, it went down the wrong hypeway to the danger zone. If yeah. you know what I mean. So Gamescom happened. It's in Europe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, and some stuff was announced. Release dates were announced. Um, Xbox coming out November twenty second. PlayStation Four coming out November fifteenth. 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 Where though? The U.S. Before. or U.K. Uh, US US okay. release I'm pretty sure is now the thing to go with yeah. it was yeah. amazing like back in the day when like the Playstation would come out now you don't even see if it's coming out in Japan it's just like not even not even a thing you know so, like, well, what we don't know is that the PS4 is already out and it has already been panned into oblivion yeah. <laughs> and they're just foisting it on us dumb Americans to get rid of it <laughs> uh, so that happened I, that was a joke I guess they <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh, I guess they released that the Xbox is going to have backwards compatibility um, which they they announced this before but everybody was so angry about uh, everything else yeah 
uh, and it's still not really an announcement because the the news is it might have it through the cloud, which mm-hmm. it's pretty much it's going to happen. But again, it was when when did they announce it? I want to say it was E three that they said it. I can't remember. I I don't remember them announcing it at E three. Right. I but know they I announced have, it. I may have just not been paying yeah. much attention. I, I know it was one of the first things they announced was when people were upset about no backwards compatibility. It's like, no, 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 no. We Down the line, we might have cloud backwards compatibility. Down know? the line. Yeah. So, we so, might. There was yeah. rumors that Sony might do that with uh, with Gaikai, with a yeah. partnership right. with them. So. <laughs> Did anything happen with that, though? Uh, it's still rumors. Yeah, so. it's all rumors. Yeah. Uh, if only you actually hear something concrete. Rumors. Yeah, but we won't hear that until November. Nope. <laughs> 15th. <laughs> yeah. Or twenty second. Yeah, or twenty second. Yeah. We won't. We won't hear about it. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll discover it on. We'll find out for ourselves. Oh, yeah. The unboxing. Really, though, really, are any of us actually going to buy an Xbox? Mm, I told you, I'm not buying I, any I, of the consoles. So. Up, At this point, me neither. So I ended up pre-ordering just for the hell of it. But Why would you pre-order a console, Ryan? I know. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I'm that. definitely buying a PS4. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like. I understand you want, would want to buy the the console itself, but pre-ordering a console just seems yeah. like a bad idea to me. I'm gonna pick. I'm definitely gonna pick up a PS4. Yeah. Down the road. Why does? Why is <clears> just <throat> out of curiosity? Why is picking? Why is pre-ordering a console a bad idea? It, it just seems like something that you're 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 asking for day one problems. Sure, mm-hmm. I hear that. Uh, like especially Red Ring of Death and some of the manufacturing problems that PS3 had. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, they've had that they've had manufacturing problems since the PS1. So. Mm-hmm. Why is it so quiet? One thing I do need to do is I will need Am to I buy... Am I treading through landmines? <laughs> I will need to buy a Wii U. Okay. Yeah. Landmines. Anyone else? Oh, God, landmines. I better stay away. Fallout player. Landmines? Cha-ching! <laughs> uh, what player? Fallout. Fallout. Fallout player, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I love Fallout. Um, one thing I am going to have to pick up, I'm definitely going to have to pick up a Wii U, especially because Nintendo announced there's going to be a $50 price drop Oh, for the Wii U. Oh, God. And and there's going to be a Wind Waker bundle. And all I have to say to Nintendo is, fuck you. <laughs> I just, and all I have to say to I Nintendo just, is... As soon as he said that, I looked at I know, you. Yeah. And I wanted to see your face. <laughs> I knew it existed. Yeah, I saw it. Right. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about Nintendo's end... Oh, I, yes! <laughs> um, but this means that, wow, you know, now I really should just get a Wii U. It's less expensive. I can get it bundled with Wind Waker mm-hmm. HD. Yes, that's when I'm actually going to buy it. Yeah. Same. <sighs> Same. As soon as I can pre-order the Wii U bundle, I will. Fuck me, honestly. <laughs> and, and they're not doing anything. Nope. Not doing absolutely anything for nope. me. Yeah. Nope. Right. Sorry, Dan. Nope. Yeah, it's okay. Because you had because you were paying for the privilege of playing all the fantastic games it had. I can't even finish this sentence. <laughs> hey, hey, Nintendo Land was really fun when you overlooked, you know, the control problems. Yeah. And the and the silly <laughs> mini games. All the and the, of course the other piece of and the fact that you needed other people to play which with. I have written. We were just talking about before you got exactly. here. Actually, is the Nintendo 2DS. <laughs> when I first saw that, I thought it was a joke. I, was I like, thought I was like, "Is it April Fool's? Really? Is it like April?" Yeah. Uh, the first thing that went through my head was, "What the actual fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> if you look at it from this angle and this angle only, it makes sense. Is that the 3D oh, no. was makes, hurting people's eyes? Well, it makes sense to me now. Yeah, is it's obviously a version intended for kids. Yeah, yeah. There's no 3D to hurt to hurt young yeah. eyes. Yeah. It's at a less expensive expensive price point, mm-hmm. and it still plays all 3D games without actually needing the 3D. It's, it's smaller. 
It's about the size of the uh, the regular 3DS. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's all one piece. There's no hint. Yeah, it's like a it's like a tablet with two screens on it. Yeah, I saw right. That. Yeah, I saw it looks that, yeah. ugly as sin. The, the thing I didn't like about it was is the back angled. Yes, that looked weird. It looks really weird. It is really kind it's of great ugly. for a doorstop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a seesaw. Yeah. <laughs> That's what. What do you think the DS stands for? Doorstop. Doorstop. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um. But for anyone, so for anyone who already has a 3DS and is considering buying a 2DS, take a close look at your 3DS. You'll notice there's this little lever on the top screen for shutting off the 3D. Just shift that down, and boom, you've got a 2DS that hinges closed. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't know that because I don't have a 3DS. Yeah, yeah. There's a 3D. So the cool thing about the 3DS, if you if you folks at home too don't have one, is um, it has a slider for 3D. Right. So as you're playing, you not only can turn the 3D on or off, but you can also set the intensity level of the 3D. Mm-hmm. And it changes like the vantage point you have to have. So if you're like laying in bed or something and you need to be a little bit closer to your yeah. face, you can do that. <clears throat> and it also just makes it so if you're having trouble with your eyes as you've been staring at 3D for two hours and Nintendo's telling you, please shut this fucking system off, you can just turn, <laughs> on, the, the 2D, turn on the 3D a little bit. Yeah. Um, one thing I didn't get about it, though, is there are a lot of games out there, including a lot of the big titles like um, Super Mario Land, uh, 3D Land, that require the 3D to complete certain sections. Mm-hmm. Like what without three without the 3D, it looks like a what was it Escher painting? What are those paintings with like the staircases that go all over the place? Yeah, that that's Escher. Escher. Yep. Yeah, they look like Escher paintings. Crazy so, stairs. So, so we, I don't so know if that's what it's actually called. It, so, like, it would be tough. Do? You'd have to be jumping around aimlessly because it's what they do is they put the camera in a certain spot, and if it's not in 3D, it just looks like a flat surface, and you're just running into walls. But if you turn on the 3D, you can see the actual uh, dimensions. It's interesting. Other thing the 2DS can be used for is as a secondary console so that you can play both versions of Pokemon X and Y and trade between the two systems without having to buy a whole other 3DS. Sure. That way you can get all the starters! They're releasing it, the 2DS the same time as Pokemon, I heard. Probably. Exactly. Yeah. It's a trick. It's a trick. <laughs> Gee, there's some smart people at Nintendo. Buy Arceus! Pokemon it's- X and Y, first Pokemon games where you don't need to trade to get the Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> No, they'll release. They'll release. The, they'll release the game a week after the 2DS, and then tell you that. Yeah. And more Mega Evolutions: Charizard, Venusaur, and Blastoise. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Mega Evolutions. My God. Venu- Blastoise looks dumb as shit, in my oh. opinion. But because instead of the two cannons that he has on his back, he now has one giant one and little mini ones on his hands, and that's the only difference. That's really weird. Yeah, and Venusaur just has tattoos. As far as I can tell. <laughs> Tri- tribal tattoos? Yes. Yes. Hells he's yeah. got he's got the tribal armband on ooh, like his ooh, stomach. Does, does, does Charizard have... Mega Evolve into an actual dragon type? He looks more like a dragon. Like he's got like But he, does his type change? I don't know. I I, I would I would hope so. <laughs> does um does Charizard have Hiragana and Kanji on his arm and stuff like that? No. He no. has uh he has like And a crazy way out there, like to like, your hair. He looks like he looks like he doesn't look like a Pokemon anymore, because uh, he looks more badass. I guess is the he, word. Does he become Mecha Charizard? Well, no. He gets like, like instead of just having his regular old elbows, they're thicker, more muscular, and he's got like elbow spikes that just like go. It looks like he's wearing armor on him, and huh. and his um his uh, head just doesn't look this. It doesn't look quite the same. Oh, you're looking this up, Dan. Go yeah, ahead. you know, I just realized, too, I'm not going to be able to move this this computer, so <laughs> why don't you guys look it up on your phones or something right now? I can oh, cheat. Oh, cool. That's it right there? Yep. Or is that it? That's it no, right no, there. that's it. That's it? This is it right here? Yep. That's cool looking. Yeah, he yeah, looks... Those look pretty cool. Yeah, he looks, he looks much more 
like badass looking in my opinion. Yeah. Again, my opinion. Have they announced Fennekin's t- other type That's yet? That's all three, actually. Right there? Yep. Tattoos. tattoos. Yep. Yep, Venusaur just basically has tattoos. <laughs> but have tattoos, they announced so. Fennekin's second type yet? Fighting, probably. I swear to God, Fire there's fighting another again. firefighting. I don't know. Well, of course, have you seen all the uh, comics with, like, Blaziken being like, So, it's still random what Fennekin's second type is going to be. But if it's firefighting, I swear to God, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Fennekin's like, ah. Wow, we've gotten really far off of Gamescom. No, it's Con. great. Pokemans! <laughs> talking about Pokemon, we're at least talking about a video game. With the mans with the Pokey, and the Pokey with the mans. Pokemans. Shut up, Cosby. I'm not sure if I'll play X or Y. Like, I picked up Black way back, and I played it for a little bit, and then I was like, in order for me to really play Pokemon, I have to have at least, like, four other friends who are playing it, so that we can all get hype about it. Because that yep. I get hype at the beginning, I'm like, oh man, this is great, this is great, and then it gets into the grind, and I slow down, and I'm like, why am I even really doing this? See, I always get miles ahead of my friends. I had a friend who started playing it, he got to, uh, he got to the fifth gym. And stopped. Yep. I had another friend who started playing it. He got about to the same place and stopped. Yep, and I'm sitting there. I'm, I've already beaten the damn game. Yep. Well, because I played, I played Red back in the day. Yeah. Back when I was in Boy Scouts, and I had a whole Boy Scout troop to compete against. Yep. And everyone in it. So we were, we were like seriously hardcore about Pokemon back in the day. Well, aren't and you I, lucky that we have a whole spoiler cast to talk about it? Yeah. I know. <laughs> so now Ryan. Patrick. <laughs> I'll use don't, look, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I bought black and barely played it. Same. Yeah. Like I I got started. Well, I think got to like the third or fourth gym, and then I was just like, "We'll eh, we'll hype you along, right. Dan. We'll hype you along." Just like uh, just like Fire Emblem. Yeah. The problem <laughs> is it requires such a lifestyle commitment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially with all the new stuff they're doing through like Nintendo spots and downloads, and I just mm. don't have the time or the or the uh, schedule to keep up with that shit. And um, the last the last piece of news I want to talk about, if it's can call it news, is Final Fantasy XIV has become reborn, has been re-released. Let's let's be careful because I have a, I have a friend of mine that gets very very defensive about his baby. <laughs> uh, it took him two years to admit that the the uh, the they, launch was yeah. awful. Yeah, Final Fantasy pulled a GM. They've been they've been resurrected back better than ever before. And uh, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing are the reviews, reviews in say, that it's actually a good yeah, game now. Yeah. The I top review right now is 86. There's another one that's 80. I don't know what else is I mean, there. Maybe it's pretty good, especially for MMO. Yeah, yeah. it's not well, a lot of Warcraft. I'll see. This is this is where. I, yeah, well, go ahead. I'm concerned that Square Enix has only really had uh, FF11 to practice before this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their, their, their track record is not that great. I mean, there are people yeah. who are obsessed with Final Fantasy XI. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Well, eleven also got uh, a, a big, a big reskin, just like Final Fantasy fourteen is. Yep. Eleven, when it first came out, was uh, was garbage, and that's when yep. I played it. And now it's supposedly okay. Do people good. still play eleven? Yeah, Mithra uh-huh. are still the cutest things ever. Yeah. Well, Aww. what do you think, Ryan? I got nothing. <laughs> it's a whole race of cute cat girls. Which I think, it, which race. I think is why wow. my friend plays it. Um, <laughs> but uh, what I have to say about Final Fantasy XIV releasing is kind of like so, like it, 
MMOs have kind of died off a lot of uh, a lot of it. It's a, they're kind of like a really really niche culture now. Yep. Where you have people still playing Eve or still playing e- even Tor is yeah. kind of is just. I mean, there's no value I mean, in AAA MMOs. No, I mean WoW is the only one that's still kind of going strong. Yeah. And that's because there are people who are hopelessly addicted to. They're it. losing a hundred thousand people a week. Yep. Or, so, or ten thousand. Yeah, they're losing subs mad fast, but I mean, yeah. but it's, but I mean, they still have a ton of subscribers. Exactly. And still making money hand over fist on that thing. I mean, yeah. At this point, yeah, the just... MMO, the MMOs are kind of starting to go the way of music, music games. Mm-hmm. Yep, you I know? was going to say the exact same thing. I had a friend argue with me that it absolutely was not the truth, but that's not to hear them there. <laughs> Their heyday is definitely declining, and yeah. I think, I think we're going to see more stuff like Destiny, which is. You know, co- sort of combining that single player with that massive multiplayer experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, it's, it's um, starting the, uh, yeah. the division. Uh, or Had Defiance. Yeah. Defiance is the, is the one I think of. Right. These more sort of social MMOs. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. You know, we're not dealing with, hey, I'm in Ironforge and there's 200,000 other players here <laughs> dropping the frame rate to crap. <laughs> yep. It's, I'm here and I may wander across, uh, or like um, Journey. Yep, Journey yep. did. Perfect example. You know, where it's you, it's an experience you can go through on your own, mm-hmm. and if you run into somebody else, that just enhances it. But you're not dealing with, you know, hundreds of people spamming local right. chat all the time. Right. The nice thing about Journey was there was only one other person. Exactly. You so know, if you lost that person, like, no, come back! You know, or... Or, or, you, <laughs> or if he just sat like, down and started meditating, like, come on, man, what are you doing? Yeah. Now, is it possible for people to... To go off screen and drop out of Journey and then somebody else to join because I yes. I watched a playthrough of it and uh, I was pretty sure that uh, his partner left at one point yeah. and he got a new one because the new yeah. one came in and his scarf was about a tenth of the size yep. of the yep. one that left. Yeah, that can happen. That can totally happen. And yeah. uh, the cool thing about it is it's really seamless and you like don't even notice that it happens and then you and then you get yep. to the end of the game and at the end of the game. This isn't a spoiler, is it? We talked about this before. Yeah. The end at the very end. Is that yeah. anything is a spoiler, though? It's not, spoiler not the end of the game, but like what it tells you at the end of the game. I don't, I don't think it's a spoiler. Basically, at the very, very end of the game, once you've gotten through the credits, it actually tells you who you played online with. Yeah. Oh. It says, these were the people that you crossed in your travels, and it tells you all the usernames and stuff. It's really cool. Oh, so right. you can be like, oh, yeah. that's who I had I thought the I, whole time. I, I, I played through it in like two settings, and I thought I had played with like two people, and I had played with like ten. Yeah, because they, you know, they just kept dropping. Yeah, when I did out. when I did my first playthrough, when I ended with Action with Partner, it was literally me and one other guy for the vast majority of it. Mm-hmm. It was like I had yep. one name, and then the other, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm-hmm. so I, I was literally like two people. So I was, spent the game with like one person almost the entire mm-hmm. way through. It's cool too, because imagine if there were, imagine to your point, imagine if there were two hundred thousand people with scarves walking around in the desert. You know, yeah. what I mean? it would lose sort of that personality. Oh god, that that would be a clusterfuck. Think about it. One person solves the puzzle, all of them follow him suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> Just a he mass migration. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, chooses who will go and who will stay. I mean, I guess this really, I guess this really begs the question, though. Like, what is an MMO these days? Yeah. I know, right? Like, we know what it was back in WoW. We know what it, we know what it is in WoW. But there's a there's a website that lists you know, MMORPGs by hype. You would like it. Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't per, because uh, the the rating system just gives an intense amount of uh, uh, bias to games that have just come out. For instance, Final Fantasy fourteen is top on the entire site for all MMOs ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one is EverQuest Next. So it's not even out yet. 
Um, regard, but the uh, oh EverQuest. The reason I bring it up is there are a couple games on that list, two in particular that I'm going to point out that really aren't MMOs: League of Legends and DayZ. Yeah, I I wouldn't consider those MMOs. But the, the first M is for massive. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not how those are. No. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's weird yeah, though. It's like it, it's a it's a big discussion because Dota's on there as well as as I recall. Those are Nova's, yeah. 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 I mean, but why like, why even put them on there if they? Uh, I mean, I mean, if you're by that criteria, like StarCraft Two should be an MMO. Yeah. MMO. yeah. Or uh, or Call of Duty because of all the players that play that. How about Halo 4? So for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, we don't really like Call of Duty very much. Which is weird, because nobody seems to really it. like he it. I know! It. No, I don't like this last one, but yeah. I like Call of Duty. But it's the ultimate peer sorry. pressure game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, oh, like, the cool people are playing Call of Duty? No, they're not! And yet, World of Tanks, which is supposedly an MMO, is not on the list. Although World of Tanks is very MMO in the loose sense, only in Clan Wars. Where yeah. people are fighting for territories and things among clans, and either way, it's 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 kind of a weird concept now that MMOs have gone into, with all the free to play models there are out there. Yeah, I, I think it's a dying genre personally. Yeah, I, um, it's one of those things. Like, I'm a big music guy, so like I liken it to like when there's like a like in the '80s, right? There was post punk, you know, <laughs> like The Cure and shit like that, right? And then you know you'll see like The Cure will show up decade later and the best rock album or the best metal album and you're like this wasn't metal this wasn't this was post-punk yeah and it's just yep. it just happens to be a dead genre you know yep. <laughs> MMOs can go away it can change a, into something else it's a else. genre that's dead and you're trying to reclassify it as something mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. Yep. it is still actual mm-hmm. genre yeah. that's my two cents hmm. yep interesting conversation yeah <laughs> for sure and about games <laughs> yep that's even more exciting yep uh, all right, so is there any other news that you guys wanted to cover before we go into what we've been playing? Do we want to cover the non-news? What's the the, uh, the the 81 features behind the Xbox Live paywall that we already <laughs> knew about? Depends how much time you have, oh, Patrick. It's all on you. I don't want to talk about every one of them individually. I just want to talk, think no, about how... a list right here, and no, I'm just kidding. Think about how, <laughs> how absurd it is Quote that unquote, this... feature number 72. It's like, two hours in. It's like we we already knew this. Yeah, we, we, it was. This it, is stuff you've already announced. Yep, and most of them are also already part of XB, uh, the Xbox Live. Yep. So, uh, you know, far be it for me to say this, but of course it's IGN that's reporting it. Um, <laughs> the uh, the only thing that they announced that was behind the paywall that was kind of odd is the game DVR service. Mm-hmm. And you think, and the first knee jerk reaction is right away. I have to pay to record my sessions, um, and that was reflected in the comments. Um, but my my theory is we don't really know a lot about the game DVR. We don't know if we're paying Microsoft for offsite cloud storage. So I mean, there's that. But again, we don't know anything. Yep, Tristan, we're we're, that's we're, why... we're in a good part of town. You don't have to worry about your car. Yeah, I was gonna make sure I could see it from yeah. here. I was gonna make sure yeah. I could see it from here. Um, <laughs> the other, the other, the other complaint. We're not on at that, Ghost House. Yeah. yeah, the other complaint on that uh, on that thread was TV, 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 TV sports, 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 sports. Because sports, hey, sports, hey, hey, sports, 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 TV, TV, yeah. <laughs> uh, and water cooler. But like, 
If I'm firing up my Xbox, it's not because I want to watch TV. Yeah, but if you if you have the, I think it's nice to have the option. Is where I stand. It's right. like it's I mean, not taking away from my gaming experience no. to have these things available. Uh, except that it is drawing from available system memory. Yep, but only if you download the app. Right. Right. So it has to be something that you want. You can't like you, if you don't want Netflix on your Xbox One, you don't get it. Oh no, no, I'm talking about not not storage. If you do, fuck you. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about actual. Uh, both the Xbox and the PS4 are apparently uh, have like a huge chunk of their onboard memory, like yep. two and a half gigs or something like that, dedicated just to the overlay or just to stuff like the TV features. Yep. As opposed to actually being put towards the games. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Then again, I think we, I think we're at the point where we have so much more memory than we've had oh, God, previously yes. that it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, yeah, S- system specs yeah. don't really care or matter that much. The only people who argue about system specs are people who are trying to compare their e penises. Yep. <laughs> hey, he's got a point. Yeah, I've never heard that before, but I'm using it from now on. What e penis? E penis. Oh, just say e pen. That's what the cool E-peen. kids do. E pen. Yeah, that's new. <laughs> oh, it's not new. It's been on the internet for years. My gamer score is one million. Thud. <laughs> Behold my mighty e pen. Yes. <laughs> I used to be like that, but now I complete games because I like completing games. Yeah. <laughs> Like I'm at, I'm at ninety five grand, and I couldn't care less though what the number is. I just like that I completed so many games. Mm-hmm. That that should be uh, that should be their new score, like <laughs> your EP score. <laughs> EPs for how, conference. How, how long? Yeah. <laughs> how long? In th- so the link will be uh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Half the comments in any online article article will enter will end with you can't handle the girth of my EP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the link. The link. <laughs> The length will be will be how many games you've completed, and the girth will be how much of each game you complete on average. <laughs> and then it will match you against other players we play online right. based on their uh, butt hurt circumference. <laughs> Tristan, I think we've just single handedly solved the internet. Yes, high five. <laughs> butt hurt. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, there, there will be men in Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when, you, uh, when I have a beer before we start recording. Uh, we do this every week. So, oh, some men in suits with white with blue gloves are going to come and take us away. Yeah. Two by two, hands of blue. Two by two, hands of blue. Yeah. Yes, I've seen. Five I love Battlestar Galactica. What? <laughs> I was joking. Um, okay, so uh, I think that's good enough for news for now. Let's let's. Can I talk about no? Uh, just. Three-headed boy news? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go right ahead. So, as we, I was talked, joking again. As we discussed last week, um, we've definitely... Or last episode. Oh, God. Last oh, week. No, oh, he's no. Got, guys, he's got the book. <laughs> I've got the book. He's got the Necrolophon. Uh, I wasn't here, but I heard. <laughs> so, I took a... So, after listening to to everyone... To Patrick and Dan and Ryan and email comments and stuff like that and taking... That's the poll. So, we decided that... Um, it's come to light. So, we're going to be doing... A role-playing campaign that's going to be up in 3 Dead Boys as another sort of audio feature. Uh, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be playing Traveler, which I have the book for finally. I've been reading. It's And we have a soundtrack. Yeah. Yes, we do, actually. <laughs> I, I actually kind of want to do it as more like a radio show. You oh, know, okay. introduce it with 
you know, whatever we decide to title it, and then starring Dan as Captain McFluffy Pants with Tristan as the storyteller. This sounds like a really bad version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking! Yeah. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking, good sir. Um, it's just like the intro. I have like an intro theme and stuff like that and just go into it. Um, I gotta say, from what I've been reading this far, it's actually pretty cool. Um, the character creation is really kind of organic. It's basically you're building out your life before you decide to go adventuring. Yep. So you have different career paths that determine what skills and stuff you have and what happens during your career path and as you age and stuff like that. So, I mean, you can do, like, two career like two careers and be, like, you know, a 24-year-old who's just gone out of... Yeah, work a full-time job and a part-time job. Right. Or you could do, I've been a doctor for 40 years. And, I have, and because of that, I have tons of money... I have lots of skills for doing medical stuff, but because that's what I focused on, A, I'm old, so I'm not as tough as I used to be, and B, my skill set is very narrow. Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not an insert noun here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you can also get knocked out of a career by injury, by like screw-ups, by people working against you. Or death. Yeah, you can actually die during character creation. Okay. Well, well, for example, one of the careers is is in the military. Yep. You cannot survive a term of a term of duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can be seriously wounded in action, and if you don't have the money to pay for the medical bills, you're dead. <laughs> and you start your character creation all over. That sounds like fun, and by fun, I mean. Well, here's the thing. I so to get the hang of character creation, I've made like seven characters, just like just just doing it, just so I can get practice in with thirty it. minutes. Yeah, no, yep. he, 30 characters and in 5 minutes. 30 characters wow. in 5 minutes. Um, and I didn't have a single one <laughs> die during character creation. There you go. I mean, I had specific builds I was trying for. Like, okay, this is me. This is going to be me trying to stay in a career for, like, 40 years. You know, this is going to be me trying on multiple careers. This is trying a military career. This is trying a, you know, a mix and match of stuff. And none of them managed to die in character creation. So it's rare. But it can still happen. All three of us die, <laughs> <laughs> and thus, as a, and then as a DM, I would finally achieve perfection. Murphy's law in action. <laughs> so, how quickly did you care, kill all your players? They never even got started. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was kind of creepy. Um, <laughs> Alrighty, so that's something you all can look forward to. I, I know I am. <laughs> I'm like a long time ago well. in a bad galaxy far, far away. Three D three D and D players of the Traveler of the Travelers game didn't make it out of character creation. <laughs> and they were listening to cheesy Viking metal while they were doing it. <laughs> folk music, Dan. Folk music. <laughs> folk metal. Um, According to Wikipedia. Alright, Tristan. We just heard from you. Ryan, we haven't heard from you. What have you been playing? Um well it's been a while. Yeah. Has um, Welcome back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I've been playing a couple games. Uh, I downloaded uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2 oh, yeah. a few yep. weeks ago. It's it's free to play, but it's tough to play like without buying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of those things. Oh. They make it tough. See, that's a game that appeals to my sister, and I asked her if it was... She said it's free, and I got freaked out. Yeah. I was like... What's the catch? Mm-hmm. Tons of microtransactions. Tons. But 
I Plus, versus zombies, you get one star. EA, if you'd like to purchase additional stars, each star may be paid for at a cost of two ninety nine per star. Yeah. Um, I only paid for one thing. I kind of wanted it, but other than that, I like further I, in the game, it's it's tough. At least it's not the Lord Z. Four ninety nine. What? <laughs> I guess I win. The game's free. Unlock the levels for ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then uh, what else I've been playing? Uh. Payday 2. The heist. Yep. 2. That's actually on Xbox. Uh, that's actually on the 360. Yeah. I haven't downloaded it yet, though, because I'm waiting for uh, a friend of mine to get back from vacation so we can all play it. Yeah, you yep. can't play it by yourself. It's no. no. It is. Oh. <laughs> no, you need at least, yeah. like, a four-man team. Yeah. It, it's it's super co-op. No, it looks... It look, Payday 2 looks really fun. It's it, fun. It's a lot of fun. It didn't get, like, any publicity, though. No, it, they, they released it earlier than expected. You couldn't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, shipping dates were all screwed up. Yeah. So it's it's like a super ra- you can find it on PlayStation easily, but Xbox, forget it. Oh, yeah. it's a disc because I I oh there's just there's disc okay. form and then I think they released it on the marketplace too. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so for those of us Ryan that uh, either like myself who don't really have a clue of what it is, I think it's a first person shooter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or those that know less, what what exactly is? It's Payday Left 2? for Dead with a bank heist thrown in. Exactly. It's, it's that's the, that, that's that is the that is the very very bare bones sort of yeah. That's it's it's perfect, all the fun yeah. of of a heist movie, mm-hmm. but you get to be the star of it, and none of the actual danger of robbing an actual honest to god bank. <laughs> <laughs> that's no fun. <laughs> That's a fun game to play with. Your Tune friend. in next week when SpoilerCast tries to rob the First National Bank. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then other than that, I he was... was a, that was a joke, officer, NSA. Officer, it was awful. He was so hype. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, and then other than that, I've been uh, playing Spun Cell. Finish yep. it. Whatever doesn't and kill I'm me like... makes me more hype! <laughs> <laughs> so I have to wait on that. Cool. Patrick? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Dead Rising 2 and a lot of Fable 3, actually, going back and completing it. Uh, Fable 3, I have to say, has not aged well. <laughs> it's the kind of game that has... And, and I, didn't no, I didn't notice this as much when I was playing through it the first time back in 2007, 2008. But it has a lot of potential that wasn't answered. Oof. Where the the character customization is really rather bland. There's only maybe like there are twelve outfits that you can mix and match, but it's it's just not very customizable. There are dyes you can use that don't really work. There's um, there's still the real estate game, but it's it's really kind of clunky where you have to go around to each and every house repairing it. Where there's no there's no maintenance fee that you just gets taken out of your bank account. Automatically, so you just if you if your money just stops coming in, you have to go around the map and just repair all the houses. Um, there's the fast travel is random. Well, not necessarily random so much as it's it's just very poorly optimized. You want to fast travel to uh, what's the place? Millstones. It's um, it's the lake area, uh, but you want to be on a certain side of it where the houses are. You don't get to pick. You get you you're start just dropped in. You're dropped in at I guess there's one entrance that's in this. Oh, like so really it's just it's almost like it's almost like not specific enough fast travel. Right. Okay. When you said random, I'm like, well, well I'm gonna go I mean, here. Some, maybe <laughs> sometimes. Maybe sometimes right. it puts you in the other place. Oh, weird. So, 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 so it's, it's kind of random then. Yeah. Um, 
the the demon doors are there's only eight of there's only seven or eight of them, mm-hmm. so there's really not a whole and they and they don't give you anything most Oops. of the time. Like they give you guild seals, which you use to level your character up on the road to rule. It's it's like this is all stuff that we've already known. It's just very very poorly optimized. The the uh, the voice acting's kind of bland. Characterization is kind of bland. Um, they uh, give you they give you decisions that don't really affect anything. But I you have this played is a this real, uh, I played Fables one and two. I did not play yeah. three. Um, you get to be king eventually, and they give you decisions where basically you lose money, but you're a nice person, and you gain money, and you're an evil person. And you need the money to save the world, and it's one dollar, one gold per person to save each person. Mm-hmm. And it never really bothered me when I first played it, but thinking back on it, it's it's so stupid because all you had to do was make the money through your real estate and then put it in the treasury. Yeah, and then you could be the nicest king in the whole wide world, and you wouldn't have to even make the decisions. So the decisions are completely moot. Yep, there's a decision you make at the beginning of the game where you either kill your love interest, who's had about this much characterization. And uh, or you kill these three leaders of a protest out in front of the castle, and you say, "Well, f- of course, you know." And, the, and your girlfriend's going, "Oh, well, you know, d- pick, pick, pick me, kill me, kill me, kill me." And you, you don't know yeah. anything about. You never what? see these protesters again. Yeah, never again. They don't even have names. And so, if you if you pick the if you pick the girlfriend to kill, you don't even get a bonus. You don't get a good guy bonus or a bad guy bonus. It's just it's literally you get a choice for the sake of having a choice. Yeah. <laughs> and but if I'm, you kill if you kill the workers, you see your girlfriend later again. Like what's the point? I'm the dickish king ever, but you know what? I'm gonna save every last citizen. <laughs> After I kill half of them. <laughs> After I kill half of them and take their houses, I will then yep. save all the others. Yes. And then I played the DLC, which was very formulaic. Which was, there's an assassin, he's coming from a secret offshore prison, you go to the offshore prison, there are three people who have escaped that are really, really, really bad, you go to islands to deal with them one by one, and each time you, in each island you go to has new enemies that you have to fight through, like for instance, one of them is like a clockwork island, and it turns out the guy wasn't really evil, he was just, the previous king made him try to take his creations and turn them into war machines, and he refused. The second person isn't evil; she's just crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And there are new there are new enemies there as well, like poison valverines, which don't really poison you. Right. Uh, multicolored hobs that, when you kill one, they break into smaller ones. And I forgot what the third one was. And then the final boss just turns out to be exactly who you thought it was the entire time, it's... or at least at least I figured it out right away. So so nothing surprising, nothing new, just and very bland, very like there's a there's a there are some diaries from the people that you can pick up that are kind of interesting, but at the same point point the the diaries are done just the same way they are the rest of the game where you pick them up and a voiceover starts talking at you. Yeah. So it's just it very very it, yeah. Yeah, it's just, what was Molly New thinking? What is he ever thinking? We don't know. I hate that guy so much. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, it's just, I, I remember being much more immersed in the world when I first started playing the game, and I think it was because I was uh, I was drinking the Kool-Aid, as <laughs> it were. He doesn't work for Lionhead anymore. No, he does not. Nope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whereas Dead Rising 2... It was just as much fun as I remember it because I wasn't expecting it to be something great. Yeah. <laughs> it has a story, yes, but you don't have to do it, and beating up zombies with things with nails in it is very fun. <laughs> um, 
But then again, I was also level 50 and still level 50. So, I mean, I imagine that at lower levels, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> the the one thing I have to take around, away from Dead Rising 2 that pisses me off to no end is that it didn't have a free mode. You had to play the story. Um, and, well, I mean, you didn't have to do the story missions, but it had, had to, to be... You had to launch the, a story. Yeah, it had, yeah. To be three, it had to be the three days. It had to be... You had to, you know, give your daughter her Zombrex and to keep her alive and it, they released Dead Rising 2 off the record a few years ago which gave you the free mode but you're no longer playing as Chuck and there's a different story yeah you're playing as Frank West with the exact same story except I think the twist is slightly different hmm. um, and then there's the free mode which is the free mode like they had in Dead Rising 1 where all the survivors are psychopaths and the psychopaths are super psychopaths but it's still free mode yeah and there's just there's so many areas in Dead Rising 2 that you wish you could explore more, but you're on a time limit, and, which I found when I was playing with my with my friend. We we had to we had to win a poker game in like five minutes to get back to give his daughter, uh, give Chuck's daughter a Zombrex, and we ended up having to basically just restart and restart and restart because we couldn't win the poker game in time because the poker AI absolutely does not bluff. And they don't fall for bluffs. If you if you raise anything, and they don't have it, and like if they have nothing, they will fold. Yeah. If they have something, they will bet ridiculous amounts. Mm-hmm. It's like so oh, it's really easy to tell what they have. Yeah. yeah. And the only way to beat them is to get the three gambling magazines, which are at three different corners of the map. Oof. Um. Which are also really useful because it lets you beat the the big slot machine, and that gives you tons and tons of money. Um, but those gambling magazines basically make them stupid as shit. <laughs> Instead of folding, they don't even bet. They just check. And they'll call small bets. They won't call, like, if you go all in, they will fold. Um, rega- unless you've gotten them to give over 40,000 of their, of their, uh, of, of their chips. Yeah. It's just that poker game was just really annoying, uh, and it's a small gripe because I still really enjoy the game. Right. I just wish there was a free mode, and that I wasn't timed. <laughs> Tristan, so I've mainly been playing Killer is Dead, the new Zuna Fifty One game. I'm oh. glad you're after me because I just brought everybody down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it is. It's good. He's really good. I, I've got it here so I can give it to Dan so he can play it for like another week so we can talk about it. But uh, it's it's much more Killer 7 than it is No okay. More Heroes. Okay. Um, but the gameplay is more like Killer, uh, No More Heroes. Oh, okay. Just kind of, it's very suited 51. It's very noir. It's very uh, Tarantino. Mm-hmm. I have two big gripes. One. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Save it, buddy. Oh. <laughs> yep. I actually, you just reminded me of something. Uh, Studio Ghibli is losing. Um, yes, Hayao Miyazaki is yep. retiring. Yeah. Yep. After this upcoming movie, I mean, oh, on oh, the oh, one, one hand, one just came out in Japan. You mean? Yeah, this coming out. Over Did here, he even so. direct? I thought his son directed that one or wrote that one though. He's he's been doing less and less. Yeah. And I mean, okay. To be fair. He did a fantastic job of sort of mainstreaming anime for Western audiences. Mm-hmm. Yep. And sort of actually having anime, like movies that have good 
ink Western voice acting, mm-hmm. which is huge. Was that him though, or was that Disney that did that good localization? Uh, I think it was part of both. I think it was a little bit of both. That and he... the the other thing that he's really good at that I want to touch on really quick is he gives us worlds that we want to know the why of, and he doesn't tell us, and it doesn't bother us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. like those little tree spirits in Princess Mononoke. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell are those? Oh, wait, the movie's still going. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand, though, all of his movies are pretty much the same. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm a they're big, all, big fan. They're all pretty much the same. I mean, they're all gorgeous. They're all beautifully well-designed, but when you go into a Hayao Miyazaki film... You know what you're getting. Yeah. Yep. Usually a coming of age story of some kind. You know what the with ca- a female you know, protagonist. Yep. You know what the main character's gonna look like. You know what there's gonna be things flying. Except for Mononoke. Except for Mononoke. But I, I mean, even Princess Mononoke okay. was sort of like shared between the princess right. and yeah. It was more about the dude, but I think it was also a lot about her. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know the dude. Yes. The dude. The dude abides. The dude. Princess Mononoke. <laughs> <laughs> hey dude. man, what's up with the trees, dude? They're like a fire. <laughs> the dude. Dude abides. A Jedi abides too. Yeah. But, uh, um, so mainly I've been playing uh, Killer is Dead, and yeah, it's good. It's one. It's so the last two game, two, three, seven games that oh. Suda Fifty One has done. I thought we were just saying remember, random numbers. I can't remember if Black Knight Story came out before Shadows of the Damned or after. Um, but basically, the last few games Suda 51 has done have been him and someone else, like collaborative works. Mm-hmm. And they haven't been as Suda as No More Heroes or Killer 7. So, this is really him kind of getting back to doing what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And it shows. And it's just as wonderfully weird and bizarre and fantastic as his old stuff. <laughs> I can't wait to get my hands on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really. But played. your hands are on it right now, yeah. Dan. See, look. <laughs> um, cool. Just rub it all I'll over your body. I'll save my breath for when we actually. Yeah, we have to talk about it. We're talking about it next week or two weeks from now or whatever. We'll figure okay. it out. Um, cool. Anything else you've been playing, Tristan? Except apart from more Animal Crossing, that's pretty much it. Sure. Uh, I played a couple Ooh, games. I, can do that now. <laughs> I gotta see what's new in the shops. You gotta sit down. Is what you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> the shoe store just opened. Sit, stay, Down. roll over, play dead. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> now, um, I played two games this week. I actually hung out with our mutual friend. Woohoo! Again, and we played. Uh, I played some Antichamber with him. Oh yeah, that so, game is fun. Yeah, so Antichamber is really cool. Have you guys heard of Antichamber? It's, like, it's uh, like Portal on speed. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, our friend there, Brett, he professed it was his like his favorite puzzle game ever. Yep, and I'm playing through it, and I kind of see why, especially in Brett's case, why he'd be such a big fan of it. Um, but it's just really trippy. It's a first-person game. Uh, it's a puzzle game, but everything is just bent. Like the rules are bent; they yep. don't make any sense. Things change. You walk into a room and fall, and the floor just opens up, and you fall. You go up a bunch of stairs, you end up back in the room, and the floor's there, and it doesn't fall. And, and you got it. Yeah. So it's a little. Con- it's basically a little bit of weird and a little bit yep. of puzzle. Yep. I've like I think. It's... I think one of the first puzzles: if you jump, you don't make it, and yeah. if you walk, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's exactly. I, I've it. heard it's like, and it says jump. It goes jump. So you jump over the cliff, and then it doesn't work. You come back, and it just says walk. Yeah, and then you have to <laughs> walk really slowly. Uh, I've heard it's it's portal meets Dolly meets Escher. On acid, yeah. which which I think I think we're selling it short by calling it a, a portal game because there's really no, the, the guns are in it, but they're really not 
of primary focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's not like this is this is a puzzle game and you solve it with the gun. No, it's like, this is a puzzle game. You have tools that help you, you. but they're not the focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Very very interesting game. Cool art style. Yep. Um, cool music. Sometimes a little bright. Yeah. The art style. Yeah. Pretty much all white. Yep. There's a lot of white in the game. And neon colors. Yeah, neon. Like it's it's sometimes very very confusing where you are. Like you can't see corners. Right. Yeah. That that was my huh. that was my main gripe, which I guess might be what they're going for. Is it like cel shaded or? Sort of. It's it's yeah, kind. Of, it actually is. Yeah, it kind of is a little bit. It's but it's. Like, if the wall is white and the wall connecting to that wall is white, you're not going to see the corner. Or okay. it would be very hard to see, yeah. Yeah, you could be walking into a wall, but you could think you're going down a white hallway. Oh, that's weird. It is yeah. It is cel-shaded. Yeah. It's, it's part of the puzzle, too, because part of the puzzle might be, oh, I'm walking, 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 walking. I just came out of that black, blue, and green hallway. I'm in this white hallway now. I'm walking, walking, walking. Part of the puzzle might be that you turn around and there's a different hallway behind you. It looks like right there. <laughs> oh, Tristan, you want to take a look? take a look at the... Brain hurts! right now. There, there are some fun puzzles in there. Yep, yep, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. Yep. Like, there's one where... Um, you take a right, and then you take another right, and then there's uh, there's there are two there are two things. There's a red and a blue drop. You go down the red drop. Uh, it takes you around to the same thing, and there's a new and there's a little plaque on the thing that gives you a hint. But it's a hint in like haiku form. It's yeah, like yeah. really like uh, what's the word like symbolistic and it's not yeah. outright telling you. So okay, so the red didn't work. I'll go down the blue. Mm-hmm. Blue takes you to the same place with a new plaque. Yeah. So well, the blue didn't work. Did you, did you figure out immediately like I did after that? No. Um, Let me guess. It's you. you don't take either one. You turn around and go back yep, the way you came. That's the yep. way it is. Yeah. Yeah. I my my first my first gut reaction was I'm gonna go I'm gonna go through it through it in patterns. Red red blue blue didn't work. Red 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 blue nope. Blue blue red no. <laughs> <laughs> blue red red blue 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 red 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 blue 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 red red. Yep. Blue. And okay, <laughs> I'm going to recreate these. All right, I know what the pattern is. I'm going to recreate the source code of the game in binary. Red is going to be zero. Blue is going to be one. Red blue 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 one blue blue one red 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 That was pretty much where I was getting where where I was at the time. I was like, okay, so there are ten seasons of Red versus Blue out. But, and it's and it's it's wonky because even if you turn around, it just looks like it just looks the same because it's two corners that you take. So you'd have to take, you have to go back to the corner. You just took a right to get to where you are, and take a left to see the difference. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just turn around and see. Oh well, it's different now. You have to actually commit. It's a really, really fun mindfuckery puzzle game. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the other thing I played, you might be familiar with this, Tristan. Um, maybe is uh, maybe you folks are too. Uh, Cookies and cream. Oh the my old, god! The old, the old, the old PS2 classic. Oh my god! I, I, I have a question before you get to this because this will only take about five minutes. Have any of you played Cookie Clicker yet? No, no. no but oh. I've seen Nerd Cube. It showed up on my, it showed up on my, uh, what to watch on YouTube. <laughs> You're looking it up. Yeah, look up oh my god! It's a game where you just click a cookie. 
yep. as many times as you can. And if you, as you get so many clicks, you unlock new things. One of which is an extra pointer that automatically clicks every ten seconds. <laughs> so you, you you just get more and more clickers, and eventually you just and there's no reason to get your score higher because eventually you have unlocked everything. But you just get your score higher because it's addicting and you like clicking cookies. Yeah. And it's like the new Sim stapler. <laughs> Oh my god, some steak. I just unlocked an achievement for cooking on cookies. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did already? Yeah. Oh, okay. We lost Dan. Yep. <laughs> I'm clicking very fast. He's, I'm at 100 cookies. He's, he, he's, he's got an addictive personality. We just put him in cookie clicker. This is not good. Nope. This is not good. Your cookies are popular in the neighborhood. <laughs> Ooh, at uh, 500, I get the farm. <laughs> Is this is this game designed to just show people how how addictive games can be for no yes. reason? Is that, the, is that this experiment? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm just gonna keep playing. And we're gonna keep talking. Right. So, so cookies and cream. Um, are you familiar with cookies and cream? No. Ryan? No. So uh, cookies my favorite and favorite flavor of ice cream. Yeah, that too. But along with that, it's also a really really cool idea. There were some flaws in the execution, but it's also a very old game. It came out at the beginning of the PS2's life cycle. Why <laughs> you're just still clicking? Um, <laughs> what it is is reached um, 300. <laughs> what it is is um, basically there's two players and they kind of portion off they split the screen in half and what you do is you basically go through with a friend and you and a fuck <laughs> you, and, you and a friend uh, go through this go through this world together and you on each side of your screen you never interact directly with each other but you trigger traps on one side that do something on the other side, and you go through time missions. Um, did you play this with our mutual friend? Yes, I did. Yeah, he owns the game. And I've never seen. I've never seen him. Like usually, when I go over there, I'm like, "Oh, what games do you have?" He doesn't suggest that one. He suggested Dungeon Dice, or whatever it is, or De- Dice. Devil's Dice. Yeah, which we got an all-time high score in. I bought the farm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. <laughs> This is a Sim stapler. <laughs> this is a stapler you click on. What did it just say oh, to me? Splendid. Oh. oh my god, I'm crying over here. <laughs> oh, that's the funniest thing. The hype is stapling Sim known oh. to man. Right. So yeah, when sorry. you hit ten, you get. Splendid. <laughs> <laughs> the predecessor of Cookie Clicker. Uh, I guess so. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. No, it's fine. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, now see how many cookies I have by the end of, this, by the end of the podcast. Oh, oh my god! No, we'll have we'll have to stop oh. and show you the nerd cube video. At some how, point. And how much carpal tunnel I have by the end of this, <laughs> of this podcast too? You've um, unlocked carpal tunnel syndrome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, cookies and cream is a dungeon co-op thing that you can't see what the other person is doing. You can kind see of what sounds doing. like the predecessor of Fear Three's co-op. No, you can see what they're doing. Never mind. <laughs> You're on the same screen. It's a split screen. Yeah. So cookies and cream are the two rabbits. Cookies yep. and cream. And you go through and like so. Let's say uh, there's a lake, a river. I say I can't cross it, right? But on Brett's side or your your, your partner's side, there, you just say, "Oh, um, well, there's this log on my side. Let me push it over to the right, and then it falls into your zone. You can jump on the log to get across the river." It gets a little bit more complicated than that, but it's a really cool idea. Again, it's old and it's very very Japanese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as you can probably tell just by kind of the yep. description, but it's a cool idea. They haven't really, I haven't really seen too much, too, too many other places. It's like where... you don't really have to go far to realize that it's Japanese. It's like, oh, you have two players. One is cookies, one is cream, and they're rabbits. Mm-hmm. So this is a Japanese game. Yes. 
No. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Um, it's you very, don't very, say. It's very, very interesting. And a thousand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you got to get the extra clickers, man. That's yeah. how it works. Yep. Um, you got to optimize your clicking superstructure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I just thought it was a, it was a good, old, infrastructure. good old time uh, to be had by all. I recommend everybody check out Cookies and Cream. It's a fun time with a friend. You get to argue with each other. There's even a way to play it, which is even more fun, with one controller. Oh god! So there's only three. There's only three buttons in the whole game. <laughs> there's your analog stick for moving. There's one button for jumping and one button for interacting with the world. So you can actually play it with one controller. So one person has the left stick, one person has the right, right stick, stick, and then either the D-pad or the right buttons, or they have the face buttons that you use. And you can both hold a controller on hand each and play through cookies and cream. It's really cool. I've done it before with Brett. It's really fun. This sounds like uh, this sounds like the the, the spiritual predecessor to that uh, Nintendo Land game where you had to use the two different uh, things in the uh, Animal Crossing thing. The two oh, different yeah, sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except it's two people. Yeah. You can play it single player though with both sticks too. Yep. Where where you're playing through it by yourself single player with two characters. Like fun in that. Like brothers. I haven't played that yet, and I yep. want to. Or like um, that one mission in Nino Kuni. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> have you finished Nino Kuni yet, Dad? I finished it with him. I have. Oh, believe it or not, I was actually the one that finished the game. Yeah. <laughs> Tristan has not. That is so against our archetype. It's not yeah. Fun. <laughs> I know. What's going on here? Right. It's really long. It's we've, a long game. We've definitely lost Dan. <laughs> yep. He's just clicking on cookies. So does anybody? So cookies and cream, you know, very fun. Are we? Do you have anything else to? No, add I think or? I think we're good to go for a break and then come back and talk about Splinter Cell. Uh, yeah. Also known as Splinter Cell Black Tie, Splinter Cell Franz List, Splinter Cell Shopping List, Splinter Cell <laughs> White List, Splinter Cell. <laughs> He's uh, so Ryan's the only one that actually played it. Splinter Cell Black Lagoon. So we're I'm gonna be really interested to hear what his opinion was on that, and I think it would be a cool idea for us to just talk about the series in general when we get back. Yeah. Splinter Cell so, Black Ops. Oh God, what have I done? When we get back. From the break, folks, we're going to talk about Splinter Cell Blacklist as well as kind of a look back at some of the older Splinter Cell titles. With spoilers! Shoes that cut and uh, eyes that burn like cigarettes I want a girl with the right allocations Who is fast and thorough and sharp as a tack She's playing with her jewelry She's putting up her hair She's touring the facility and picking up slack I want a girl a short skirt and a long jacket. And we're back, folks, and we're talking about. <laughs> and we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about. Splinter Cell Splinter Hitlist. Cell Blacklist. <laughs> yeah. Splinter Cell Blacklist. Who made Splinter Cell Blacklist? Ubisoft. It is Ubisoft? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I kind of think this would be a good idea. So, so, Ryan 
is one who played it, finished it, and is going to talk about that. So we'll go over that first. And by the way, guys, again, if you were just coming in now, we are going to be spoiling the game and things like that. And maybe even like spoiling or talking a little bit about like the series in general. Because I'd like to go back and kind of explore the other games. It's had a very long and storied career. Lots of changes, things like that. Yeah. So Ryan, take yes. the floor. Oh. Tell us all about it. All right, so I've been... <laughs> Still cooking cookies. <laughs> Sorry, um, I've been always a huge uh, Splinter Cell fan. I am uh, like kind of like a sucker for any like Tom Clancy games. Um, for the past couple of years, me and me and Patrick were talking about it. The the games weren't there. I mean, they they kind of fallen off. Mm-hmm. But this game has kind of went back to its roots since like Chaos Theory. Okay. Yep. Um, that's probably one of my favorite games. Um. And the multiplayer in Chaos Theory was kind of the was the definitive oh as far as God, I know. Oh my God, so much fun! Although I've heard that Pandora Tomorrow is uh, is better. Although I'm not. I'm, See, I, I played yeah. more Chaos Theory with my my buddy. We used to play Spies vs. Mercs. Oh yeah, like, hours and hours. Yes. On end. The thing I didn't like about Spies vs. Mercs is that occasionally the Mercs would do that stupid spin move. Yeah. When that, you had grabbed them you, because you of lag, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't do anything about that. Yeah, like oh I've got I've got you. Oh no, you. Uh, oh, what do you mean you? Waited three seconds and then used the berserk move on me, you bitch. Yeah. yeah, and I never, I never really played the, the online component. Actually, yeah. a lot of people talk about spies versus mercs. Yeah. That was introduced in Pandora Tomorrow, though, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. I think it was like perfected with chaos theory. Oh my god, yeah. Because they had that new system and they were yeah. doing different things, and yeah, that was really cool. I liked all three of those original games, though, as far as sort of just gameplay yeah. and a fun factor, things like. There that. was kind of a spies versus mercs in Double Agent, but it was kind of it was missing that. its yeah. teeth, and then they kind of. They didn't really bring it back, but it wasn't really quite the conviction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a watered down version of it, which it, it just it just didn't work. So, but I'm glad they they finally you know brought it back. But um, as far as for campaign or story wise, um, they kind of took a step back as far as for Sam's age. Okay, if you played yeah. Conviction, he was much older. Right. Yep. This one, he seems he's younger. Well, he it, was younger than the one that came out just before this one too, wasn't he? He was. Getting up in age. What's the name of that? Double agent. No, the one after it. Conviction. Conviction. Yeah. Conviction. He was older. Was, Conviction. He was. I thought it was newer. Old. No, newer. he was getting up. Younger. In, he was getting up in age. Yeah. But this one, he's he's aged, but he's not like what he was in Conviction. It seems like Conviction is after his daughter dies, right? Spoiler alert: She, yeah. doesn't, she didn't well, end up dying. Oh. Uh, <gasps> well, we don't have to do spoiler alert. Yeah. We're in that part of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, spoiler alert: yeah. You're listening to the spoiler yeah. cast. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, she didn't end up dying. So she's in this game. The it was it was set, it was like a setup by third echelon to. Yep. I, I forgot it was a while ago. So Which at, at in Double Agent, I remember right. at the end you had a chance whether or not to save. Oh god, what the hell was his name? Um. Uh. uh you know, fat black guy. Yeah, I know you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's you had a chance way. to save the fat black guy. <laughs> well, he's also he's also like sort of your ears. Okay. Uh, like he talks in your ear. Him and Grim, Grim's daughter, which Grim's yeah. daughter is still in the game, yeah. so they kept uh, okay. her. Okay. Yeah, but um, so they kind of they kind of took a step back. It's it's a complete reboot. So that that's I'm kind of glad that they, they did this. So it's so it's a it it's not linked uh, story wise to the others. It it is, but it it's kind of like time wise they took a step back. Oh, so it's uh, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like new Star Trek almost. Kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah. Or like, uh, or like, um, oh god, what the hell is it? Um, Halo Reach, where yeah. it's it's talking about stuff that happened before other games in the yeah. series. Uh, okay, so. okay. But um, so third echelon, it, the story starts off. Third, 
Third Echelon is no more. Okay. It was corrupt. What they did to what with Sam's daughter and everything mm-hmm. like that, they completely dismantled it. So this is probably after Double Agent, but before Conviction. It was after as Conviction. Far. After Conviction. So is Third it, Echelon so is still direct, so it's a direct sequel to Conviction. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Then how is he younger? They they made him seem younger. All right. That's why. Trendier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They reboot. Um, yeah. So. It's weird. It starts out with Sam on he's at an Air Force base. He meets up with his good friend Vic, um, which suddenly then the, uh, the Anderson Air Force base gets attacked by this group called this radical group called the en- Engineers, which are ten, ten, ten turns out. I, to I be. understand they're a covenant species. They fix things. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so they, the, the, that gets attacked. Um, the president Not really very violent. The president um, reforms the. Kind of the third echelon, but they call it fourth echelon. Oh, oh! So, oh my so, god! Yeah. So, so they real bring, original. They bring back guys. Sam and Gr- uh, Sam and Grimm's father. We reunite them too. After, but Sam's not too happy because of what she did to kind of screw him over with his daughter, and I've been trying to hide it. Right. Say his daughter died and all that. So, um, so you have to pretty much find out who these engineers are. The engineers and uh, take them down. They have a, a, a thing called a blacklist. Do which, they do they build turrets and no. sing songs <laughs> yeah. and play guitar? Yeah, uh, they solve practical problems. What the engineers want is use to, more gun. <laughs> is to pull all the troops out of all the, you know throughout the world and bring them back home to the United States. So it's a very it's a very contemporary uh, plot problem. Yeah. So they the 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 blacklist is essentially. United States resources, mm-hmm. food, oil, you name it, money, yep. stuff like that. Um, so basically, you just have to go through and figure out who these engineers are. And it turns out it was a former British intelligence agent who went rogue. He was a uh, kind of, I don't know. They don't really go into too much with. Was the, it Alec Trevelyan? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you pretty it, it's a gen, like not a it's a generic you know. Spawn cell game. Did you know he was a Cossack? <laughs> and and does it does it follow the same sort of gameplay patterns that uh, Conviction did with like where they have text on the walls and it has no. that kind of a well cool... it has it has the text but it's only in certain parts okay and the way they do it it's it's it works um this game feels like uh, Chaos Theory mm-hmm. it's smooth the game the gameplay is awesome okay they bring back a lot of his old school gadgets really yeah. And it's stealth again. Which, the cool thing about this yeah. game, they give you three options to play. Yep. It's called Ghost, Panther, and uh, Assault, basically. Um, uh-huh. Ghost is pretty much avoid Everything. any contact. Yeah. Right. More, uh, like, more like the original games. Yeah. Yep. Well, Panther, Panther is more my style where it's, it, you can, it's all lethal stealth. Yes. <laughs> So like so, ghost is like sort of like European extreme difficulty. Okay. For okay. for well, Metal Gear Solid Three. Ghost is is, is you, they want general. they 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 rate you by how you play. So ghost they want you to avoid contact with as much as you can. If you need to take someone out, you have to. Right. Like it's inevitable. Right. Uh, I'm more of a Panther style. Like I like to go off there. All the guys clear the area and move on. Mm-hmm. So and then assault, I I try to avoid because where's the fun in that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, the gameplay overall, it's it's great. Um, I played the multiplayer for the first time the other night, 
and I ended like it was around ten o'clock. I ended up playing until like four a.m. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's how much fun I had. So they brought back a lot of cool stuff that I liked in the um, old Splinter Cell. But now there's it's uh four versus four. You can have more. Oh cool! Yeah, yeah. Jesus. And still spies versus mercy. Yeah, stuff, though, but yeah. and then the cool thing about the uh, this one instead of the old one was you could only play as the spy or the mercs. But most people want to play as a spy. But now is they'll have halftime where they switch sides. So, yeah. so you each have a chance to play as... So. It's like an assault map or something. Now, I'm, I'm sort of concerned when it's four-on-four four because mm-hmm. usually uh, in Spies vs. Mercs there was some sort of objective. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would probably lead to... And there were multiple objectives. It wasn't just one where they could just sit at it. But if that's the case, then four spies can easily take down like one Merc guarding an objective while the others are patrolling. Well, the thing is, there's, in one game mode, there's three points that you have to capture, ha- essentially yeah. hack into. Um, when you which hack is, into which one is co- what's like, it's like double agent, basically. Yeah, when you hack into one console, you can't hack the other consoles while that one's being hacked. Yeah. And there's respawns, too. So if, if a spy dies, it's, it's a longer respawn for a spy, mm-hmm. yep. it seems yep. like. So you... So it kind of it, it's tough for the spy to actually take that point. Yep. So I'm just gonna say I haven't actually played any Splinter Cell games apart from the first one. Yeah. So I'm just gonna be over here waiting until we talk about the series as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, we ha- and we haven't. I haven't played the new one. I think Patrick hasn't played the new one either. But I have played yeah. Conviction, so it sounds like it's getting sort of. It, it, they, the Conviction was more like a Bourne movie to me. Yeah. It was. They're trying to do more action, but they went back to the roots with this one, um, <laughs> which I'm a I'm a diehard Splinter Cell fan. And the uh, the last two were just kind of. Eh. You didn't yeah. like Conviction that much. Conviction was okay. It was an improvement from a uh, Double Agent was weird to me. Yeah, the the Double Agent was sort of playing two two sides. Yeah, it, there was the the like stealth aspect agent. was more that well. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the um, the stealth aspect was more when you were inside the uh, cell that you were in, infiltrating, <laughs> where you had to go and look for things yeah. inside their hideout. Yeah. Um, but as for the core gameplay, the core gameplay was more running gun, if yeah. I recall correctly. Yes. Overall, I am I'm happy with the game, but there's one gripe I have. Oh no! And oh it, no! Hey, hey, games aren't supposed to have gripes. <laughs> it, it it drives me up a wall because I'm such a hardcore fan. Is Michael Ironside is not the voice of Sam Fisher? Really? <laughs> who is the voice? Is just some, some random guy. Some guy from the, who. It was in Smallville, I guess. I don't know. I never okay. watched Smallville, so. But he did okay, but it, it just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't feel like Sam Fisher. It felt like some, some new character, which it's was like, fine. Like, the, the gameplay overall made me so happy. It just kind of, like, I just ignored it. It just goes, goes so far back to the old. Yeah. yeah. What kind of gadgets It's like Kiefer back? Sutherland doing the voice of Snake. It's yeah. just not going to be the same. They brought back the sticky camera with the gas. Yeah. Um, the proxy ch- shocker. Instead of, like, um... With the like the it was like a half gun, um, half like shocker. They they have like a crossbow that can shoot like gas darts, shot uh, sticky EMPs stuff like that. Um, there's tons of weapons to choose from. You can fully customize your uh, your op suit um, from your goggles to what kind of armor you're gonna right. be wearing, how much stealth you want. So there's a lot of cool cool concept like customization. Excuse me, um, with the game. It seems like, it seems like, 
there's there's this one thing that 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 makes these games good, and I agree with you. I like the originals better. Yeah. Because I think with the new ones, and again, I haven't played like Double A's or any of those, but I, play, I did play Conviction, and in Conviction, it seemed like it was you reacting to the environment. Yeah. So you'd walk in a room, and I mean, I guess there were lights. Yeah. But I mean, that's boring. It was just you walk in a room and you say, "We're outside." Yeah. This is shadow over here. I'm running over here. Now I'm going to go here. Oh, this person's here, so I have to go here. Mm-hmm. Where in the old games, you were kind of like a puppet, puppet master. Yeah. Because you, you would walk into a room, and it was more of the environment reacting to you. Yeah. You could choose... You actually get um, bonus points for exploring. Yeah. So you have the option to go straight straight forward. Mm-hmm. But you, they, like you, they kind of want you to go off the beaten path. So, And I still remember... Distinctly, actually, and this will kind of bring bring Tristan into the conversation. I distinctly remember the first mission in Splinter Cell. Mm-hmm. We're in that 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 office building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, it wasn't an office. I'm like, Fuck no. <laughs> uh, and there's the there's that flaps you go under and you shoot the lights out in the hallway. And there's this room where you have to sneak in and get stuff from a computer. But every time you play it, there are like different ways to do it. And you could mess around this way and that way. Right. There's a closet you could was, hide in. Near it was the beginning. very open. Yeah. Very uh, yeah. free. Yeah, very free. Yeah, yeah. What was the idea? Was yeah, that? like conviction felt very linear. Like you had to yeah. just go that way. Right. It was Call of Dutyified. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You felt like in the original ones you had some choice, yeah. and you felt like man, what has happened to map design? <clears throat> yeah. You know. You, yeah. You felt like you'd walk in a room and you'd say, "I have all these options. What do I like to do?" And usually in the originals you could do it and it would work and it yeah. was really cool. And they brought all that yeah. back, which made me extremely yeah. happy. I mean. Oh, God. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, when Chaos Theory came out, I'm gonna have to check this game out then. Yeah, I mean, when, it, it, when Chaos Theory came out, it was like, um, like you know, you're jumping on pipes and settling. Like they added so many things, it's like, wow, I really have like the free range yeah. to do just about anything. And they give you the option of how, you can play how you want. You know, yeah. if you like to run and gun, you can. But if you like, like me, I like to, I like to sit there. Like one one level took me over an hour to beat because yeah. I sit there That's and I me. think yeah. about what I'm going to do mm-hmm. next. Like, all right, that guy's going to go over there, but what would happen if that guy comes over here and you yeah, know, yeah, blah blah yeah. blah. The, la- the last game I had an experience like that in was the Arkham series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh god, I love that series. That series is so Which good. is under a new developer. Why? <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, I'm just yeah. as scared about as Origins. Yeah. I I have a I have a question, um, and this probably might not even relate to Blacklist. Uh, it relates to co-op. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Chaos Theory had its own co-op story that sort of was parallel. So, good. I, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> there's... Alright, on top of the... You have the campaign missions. Yep. Now, there's... In, in your kind of crew, you have four, uh, a couple of different missions you can do. Well, um, there's the Grimm's Daughter missions where uh, it, you can either do solo or co-op. And they're only ghost missions. If you get detected, the mission's over. Then there's Charlie, who's the intelligence kind of gadget guy, which those missions are also co-op. They're kind of like horde mode. Like, you fight off waves and waves of guys. Then there's Briggs, who's a new character, uh, also like Charlie, is strictly co-op, which has its own story, own, own way to play it. So it was just kind of cool, and then they bring back uh, Coben, who was set up, supposedly, who killed Sam's daughter, and that, that they have um, those missions, too. So there's different missions yeah. you can do with a friend, but then there's also just the, the, um, so, the campaign. Uh, the thing that really stuck with me from uh, 
from the co-op and chaos theory was something I thought that was really novel in stealth games, especially co-op stealth games. And that was the guards could hear you talking to your friend. Yeah. I don't you remember this, yeah. I am guessing from your yeah. your reaction. Like if you if you said, Okay, come and take out that guy, they would hear you. No, if they were close enough. No, oh, they can't hear you. That sucks. You play online co-op. That was yeah. such I remember a in cool Chaos Theory you could whisper things into their ears when you took them out, right? <laughs> well well Hey, you've got a nice ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um it was such a cool mechanic. I, I I miss it dearly. Apparently, with the with the connect on the Xbox version, you can record like you, the the sticky camera has a noise feature where you can distract the guard. You can you can record whatever you want. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> so that's what I heard. I don't have a connect, but I haven't tried some, it. Some some of the noises that I've made on this podcast would be great. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the so hell? You could do that. <laughs> but uh, somebody just tickling a fucking turkey. But the, some of the missions they give you options if you want to go solo, which is the Grimm's daughter and the um, the uh, Coben missions. You can go by yourself, but when you go into like the Charlie missions, with the waves of waves of guys, the Briggs it, missions, it, yeah, yeah. It, well, Briggs is strictly yeah, co-op, but um, it gets tough. But it's fun to play with a friend. So. Yeah, and well, then, most a lot of games benefit from co-op. Some games really don't. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, like Dishonored would be a terrible game to have co-op. Yeah. Um, Where are you? <laughs> Here. The uh, one game that I that I would that I was thinking about uh, to to keep on this uh, theory of co-op that I that I would like to have co-op in is Skyrim. And oh, man. the yeah. the problem the problem with that is well are we both going to be Dragonborn then? It's like no I. I, I no, one of Patrick's us, Dragonborn. You can be a peon. Well, not not even that. It was more of the whole two. So something about experiencing that world with a friend mm-hmm. as you're going through it. Oh, I absolutely. thought would be really cool. I agree mm-hmm. with that. Um, like GTA does not do this. Mm-hmm. Red Dead does not do this. Uh, there's really there's no true free roam co-op game. Yeah. Like Dead Rising comes closish. But there are far too many loading screens. Maybe, hopefully, with these next gens. What about Borderlands? Borderlands is that too levely in the way it's designed to be considered that? Yeah, yeah it, it's there. Are, there are areas that are cordoned off that are large areas. It's not like Skyrim where, where it's, it's the where it's cities yeah. that are cordoned off, and uh, and and the map is much smaller, I think, than Skyrim's. But Borderlands is probably one of my favorite co-op games. Oh yeah, oh it's God, it's yes. one of the games that does co-op very well. Yeah. Um, Splinter Cell does it really yeah. well. Like it, it's easy to like drop in, drop out. You can replay the missions as many times as you want. Whereas Assassin's Creed is going to try to bring in co-ops in. Yeah. Uh, or at least that was a rumor. So huh. that's a game. That's a game that I feel that would not work. It would either work very well or not at all. It depends yeah. on how much coordination you have. And given given Ubisoft's history with that particular series, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, here, here's the problem. Like I could see doing. The first Assassin's Creed game with co-op, mm-hmm. having that work really well. Because Assassin's Creed has gone really away from the assassinations. Like Assassin's yep. Creed One was, this is your target. Yep. You have to figure out his pattern, collect information, plan your attack, execute the attack, escape. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which lends itself very well to co-op. Yeah. Be like, okay, you're gonna do this. You cause a distraction, and while the guards are rushing to get you, I'm gonna sneak up and shank him from behind, yep. and then we'll meet up. On this side of the city, at the barge. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I would argue that uh, the, the the Assassin's Creeds 
uh, up until three have lent themselves a little bit to it as well because of the the idea that you can call an assassins to do things for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is that it's just the objectives aren't the same anymore. No, they're it, really not. Yeah, it's and there's too much management video. There's too much management mini game to it. Exactly, that was the big one I had with Lost Assassin's Creed. Yeah, uh, I still haven't played three. I, I haven't even gotten to the title. It's way band. too big. It's it's way too huge. I never finished. You it. don't even play as the main character for the first bit. Yeah, yeah. like the first like that's, five that's where I am. hours. Yeah, I'm still there, and at that at that character, I couldn't yeah. get through it. It's like, it was so stupid. I'm sorry, we're taking away from Splinter Cell. No, yeah. but it's Talking about co-op. Yeah, well, we're, we're getting away. We're so getting away from. It. Let's, if let's go, go any further, I will. I will step in and intervene. <laughs> you mark my words. Yeah, he stopped clicking cookies. You know he's serious now. <laughs> no, I, I, so I have them automated now. So <laughs> to eleven. 12,000 cookies. Now I can buy a mine and a factory. <laughs> you know, you should really just focus on upgrading your clickers. Yeah. Focus on that. Get some crazy cookies. And then, you know. Until the point where we're earning like 18 million cookies a second. Right now, right now it's 53 a second. Yep. Which is hmm. pretty cool. It's a nice number, I guess. I don't know what I should be It could be higher. On, I yeah. want to build a factory. Just Come on, shoot for nerd cube levels. <laughs> But uh, so the, the co-op and the co-op and Splinter Cell, from what it sounds like, is, is it works really it's, well. It's uh, it works. It's uh, I did couple uh, I did a couple of the co-op missions before I jumped on multiplayer, yeah. and it worked really well because I played the co-op in in the past. It was okay. I mean, are there any cowboys online? Like, can you have like a team of spies, and there's one spy that thinks he's the bee's knees and keeps getting himself killed. Yeah, the one complaint that I had with the online is they paired me up with I was like a level I'm like a level eight, yeah, and they paired me up with a level like thirty five, and I'm like I don't have everything unlocked, and these guys have everything, yep. so they have the advantage. Yeah, but well, yeah, I I don't know if it maybe it was just the lobby I got into. That's the problem with online unlockables, and yeah. uh, and it's also nope, not going there. One of my not only are all these other people better than me. Yeah, they also have much much better equipment. Yep, Call of Duty's done it. Yep, uh, Battlefield's done it to a degree, but not as not as heavy because usually usually the Battlefield unlockables are things that you unlock very very quickly. Yeah, and then the guns are just preference. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the uh, what what you need to unlock are the the abilities. Like for instance, the medic heal pack, which I think is kind of stupid that you have to unlock that. But that's not here nor there. It was only two matches that I yeah. I ran into that problem. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, it didn't take away from my what I enjoyed from that game, right? From that night, so yeah, I, think I definitely I'm going to go back and play more of it. It might be the game I'll be playing for a while. Cool. Nice. Oh yeah, until so. GTA comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, GTA is kind of a if we're talking about co-op, we need to touch on this really quickly. The fact that you're playing as three different characters mm-hmm. at different junctures, which is kind of weird. I wonder how that's well, going to work. So let's is save that, that even, conversation. Let's save yeah. that conversation when it actually comes out, and we can. Well, I'm just wondering uh, in the case of in the case of anticipation, is there is there going to be co-op finally in that expansive world? I don't think so. I, don't, I think just with the online. Yeah, it's it, but it's a separate thing. Because it has nothing yeah. to do with the story. It's just more of you, you and your friends doing like, for example, Saints like, Row. I, Saints Row is a really good open world co-op. I yes, just it does. Of it. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think the problem with multiplayer in general with these, they're always just like good on paper. Like you were talking about yeah. um, the spies versus mercs, like. You can see the guy, like the studio, like this is going to be great, and this is what's going to happen here, and then this person's going to do this, and then you and introduce it, and then lag. You, and then, that's where it falls apart. And then you get, and then you get on the interwebs, 
and there's people teabagging each other and yeah. killing their own teammates to get a good gun. It, like uh, the big one for me was uh, where I learned my lesson was Battlefield Two back in the day. Yeah, you know, you buy the game. It's like with the time, sixty-four player battles. Holy shit! <laughs> and you're gonna have a commander, and the commander's gonna tell everybody what to do and be able to survey the map. And each squad will have a squad leader that will be able to communicate between the commanders and with. It's like and then you shit. get a commander who's an utter dipshit. I can tell you, I never once. I played a lot of Battlefield Two. I never once played a match that actually worked as promised, like yeah. what the box said, you know what I mean, or what the developers promised, because nobody was a team player. Yep, which yep. is what I tell you want to have... I like. I was playing with two of my friends, and we had some random oh, okay. scrub guy, but uh, you want to work as a team in that right. game. You oh, have, you want to work as a team in all these games? Yeah. You but, don't, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a big problem uh, in World of Tanks as well. You've got 15 players on a team, and you've got so many lanes to your base to cover, and... It, we uh, the friends that I play with and I they, we call it the lemming train <laughs> everybody goes to the one place that's fun to fight in like for instance uh, I hate to I hate to bring in this specific example but there's a map called Lakeville okay there's one path uh, that's basically one tank wide that goes right down the middle it can see into the town that's on one side and it can snipe there or it can you know it, it basically is the, the uber support position Yep. Sometimes people leave that wide open. Then there's the valley, which is completely on its own. You need a couple tanks to hold that, but it's not a fun battle because it's a choke point and people are very, very careful. Yeah. In the city, you can flank and it's exciting and things are happening and you're getting support from the yeah. the, the middle and and so Team you Fortress get two maps yeah. have that problem. A lot you too. get all fifteen of your players or very very many of them to go to town. And suddenly you've lost because the other team just ran Valley and took your base behind you. Yep. And it's it's that same sort of everybody's out for themselves mentality that we were talking about here. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just not good for gaming. That is why NG is asset to team. <laughs> I'm credit to team. Credit to team. NG is credit to team. <laughs> But uh, from what it sounds like, I mean, you, it seems like you didn't really come against that too much in Splinter Cell. No, I mean, it was okay. I mean, at least I had two other people that I knew. Mm-hmm. Oh, you had friends along? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So so we knew kind of, like, we communicated, and we won the majority of the games except those last couple of games mm-hmm. that where we got smoked by these... Level really high level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had, like, these super, super armor on their mercs, and, like, yep. yeah, like... Nothing on our yeah. sides. So, but other than that, we we, we kind of put up a fight. So it, I think it, it's not necessarily what you have is like how you do it. You know, yeah. Like, you know, if you work as a team or use the right gear, you know, to counteract what they have. So it, it maybe if I play a little bit more, I can kind of learn mm-hmm. like yeah. what works well against certain players. But um, not to, I'm kind of all over the place. But <laughs> the one thing that also bothered me about. The one thing I loved about the old Splinter Cell games is is, is the the way Michael Ironside portrayed Sam Fisher as kind of like a, he can be sarcastic at times, yeah, and, and and funny when he grabs you know like an enemy and you know kind of sweet talks them and stuff. This one, he's more of an angry Sam Fisher. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. He's very more Batman. Yeah, he's always ang- in this one. He's always he's like he seems like just miserable so, all the time. So he's more Batman, less Spider Man. Yeah, less snarky. Well, you know yeah. why that is, right? Because he has to live up to Michael Ironsides. Um, <laughs> so, so that, that's that's my other gripe. I kind of just it just popped in my head. So. All right, so here we go. So. 
Character deathmatch. Sam Fisher. Sam Fisher. Sam Fisher. Sam Fisher. Versus uh, Naked Snake from MGS3. Would Fisher win? Would Snake win? Or would they spend two hours not able to find each other? <laughs> I don't know. Sam Fisher has uh, has that doodad yeah. on his head. Sam then. Fisher wins because he has like the technology, Future technology. 21st yeah. century or whatever century the game series takes place in 21st. Yeah, because he's got that. The uh, I remember. I don't remember which one it was. I think it might have been Double Agent, where he had he had uh, a visor ability that basically showed him where everybody was. The sonar. Yeah, mm-hmm. Conviction had that, but the thing with. Conviction, there was no night vision. It was just sonar. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. But this one, you can... Yeah, night both. vision is kind of like the thing in Splinter Cell. That's kind of weird. That was, to- yeah, that was the key thing, but they brought in sonar yeah. where you could see guys instead of, yeah. you know, seeing right. in the dark. As soon Because honestly, with Splinter Cell, as soon as you take out the... Yeah. It's not really a Splinter Cell game anymore. Yeah, that was the that was the endearing part. Yeah. yeah. It was like, okay, how did they not hear that? Yeah. How do they not hear me fire up my night fishing goggles? And why don't they see the three glowing green lights? Yeah, I'd be a little more concerned if I were those guards that don't seem overly concerned. <laughs> Awful dark it's, in here. It, it's funny. It's funny because you could uh, you could hear hey, the. What's uh, all this glass doing on the floor? You you could <laughs> you see the, the green in multiplayer and chaos theory. <laughs> it was hard as hell, but you could see it because mm-hmm. it wasn't. It doesn't give off light. Yeah. It kind of like I don't know why it glows. To be honest. <laughs> So, you can, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah that's like that's like his iconography, you know. Yeah, and then like on on your back, there's a little light that tells you if you're in the dark or not. Which is yep, kind of that cool. was Chaos yeah. Theory. The light well. meter. Yeah. Yep. So they brought that back too. Oh, cool. I like the light meter. Yeah. And then there's the oh, uh, the, the mark the mark alert meter, the when it starts beeping at you yeah. when they get close. <laughs> there's different now. There's different like if you choose a different um, suit, you can get radar or. You can have more armor, so you can take. Radar sounds like it would be completely OP. It's yeah. not really because you can counteract it with the uh, with a stealth suit, mm. with the radar jammer gun. No, yeah. So with chaff grenades, but there's yeah. so you kind of like you have to have a little bit of both on each team. Like each player has to be like one guy should be more assault, one guy should be stealth, stuff like that on your multiplayer yeah. team. I still think it would be very hard for a single merc defending an objective to beat four spies. Like that three objective game that you talked about looked sounded like it was going to be a pain. No, it's it. That's actually my favorite. The yeah. the worst is the escort. Um, oh, escort oh, missions are always awful. Yeah. <laughs> which which is kind of another reason why Dead Rising Two, when it's not free free mode, is kind of is kind of bad because Dead Rising Two at its core is just an escort mini game. Yep. <laughs> Ugh, that left a bad taste in Dan's yeah. mouth. Yeah, honestly. Uh, anything else you wanted to talk about with regards to um, other than that? I mean, I'm extremely happy with the mm-hmm. game. Um, I did not know what to expect. Sure. I mean, you I haven't s- talked about spoilers. Um, it, it, there's really no spoilers. We've talked about gameplay. Yeah. Mean, we spoiled some stuff from the series and it, stuff like yeah. that. It 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 ends like a, a, any military. You catch the bad guy. What was the bad guy trying to do? He was trying to just pretty much. <laughs> it's convoluted, and we have to play it together. He was the CEO of Zynga. Um, <laughs> they were. He was trying to like blackmail the United States, trying to. Um, I don't know. He. 
You just it's want one of those stories. Yeah. It's, honestly, it's, honestly, I don't blame you for not for yeah. not being able to explain it because when tough. those stories come up yeah. in games, I don't even know what's happening. I yeah, just play his, the game. Yeah. I just like you know when they show like the do they do that shit where they show the news stories like on a television? No. Well, before the missions, before you hit the briefing, this is Splinter Cell. Nothing ever reaches the news media. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you, there was there were a couple Splinter Cell games where like yeah. the, new, the the whole story I was like, and those were the wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was in chaos there. It was in chaos theory. <laughs> but, uh, you take that you, back right now. Before the briefing, you can hear a, a news broadcast. You don't see any video. Yeah. But his intentions were kind of just like a ge- generic He's terrorist. A generic bat- terrorist. Bat- yeah. Guy. yeah. Like, it, yeah. And it wasn't even an upset the status quo. It was more of a give me money, right? <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. He wanted the troops out, but he also wanted One to attack. One million dollars. <laughs> he wanted to attack the United States. He wanted to control power. Stuff like that. It's it's so bi- so so. I guess the story gets a zero. Uh, like, the st- no, the story was good, oh, okay. just the way it happens. But it's a generic right. way it ends. Okay. You catch him. Well, it's tough to it's tough to write villains now it's, because we've all seen them. the uh, the only The only villain that's really unique is the anarchist, like the Joker, mm-hmm. uh, where he doesn't have his own. He doesn't have something that pertains to him individually. He just wants to fuck things up because it's funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The one good thing about, like, the story is, like, you have to figure out, like, they've been trying to figure out where they're going to attack next, because they've been leading them into traps, or, like, they give them leads, and it's the wrong leads, stuff like that. It's a trap! It's a trap! Every black bar comes on the news media. It's a trap! So that, that's, that's a we now go to to our correspondent, Mr. Akbar. Akbar, Mr. Akbar, it's a trap. <laughs> Thank you, Admiral. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one place you never want to see Admiral Akbar? At a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. What kind of card did I just activate? Uh, it's a trap card. <laughs> You're the fiftieth person today. <laughs> Judge, why is this card purple? It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was very, like I said, I was very happy with the game. And there wasn't, it wasn't, well, there wasn't uh, an element of Sam Fisher's personal life in this as much. Not really. In, Not that one be- element is, is gone. Or yeah. no, she can use back. In, in yeah. between missions, you can call her, and there's some interaction, but it's not. It's not really, as it, it's not as immersive as it was in the first three games right. per se. No. Man, at least in Killer is Dead between missions you can romance hotties. Hey. <laughs> at least in Fire Emblem between missions you can ship friends. <laughs> yep. This game is weird. I I feel like it doesn't get any press. Yeah. It didn't really. Yeah. It just kind of came out. Yeah. Conviction, Conviction got a lot of stuff. Conviction got a lot of press. That's what I mean. Like, Conviction got a ton of press. Why does this get no press? It seems like a really good game. I, I, was, I, I, was, I didn't want to try it out until today when I, you told me. I think it's partially conviction. I, I was scared when uh, before, like when they announced it at E3 a few years ago. I was like, oh god, not another conviction. Oh no, they're doing but, it again. But um, when I saw it at PAX, when they showed uh, like a demo of it, I'm like, oh, I can get into this game. But then I found out like Michael Ironside's not in the game. I'm like, I don't want to buy it. And then I saw a little bit more and I was like, alright, I'll play it. Hopefully I'll enjoy it, but it, it exceeded my expectations. So, so. so Ryan, here's a question. So, for someone who was either new to Splinter Cell, mm-hmm. or say had only played like the first game way back when, who mm-hmm. wasn't like huge into the series, yeah. like Tristan, like me, or like I said, someone who hasn't played the games, yep. right. um, would you recommend this game to them? Yes, as a like yes. entry into Absolutely. the series. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't play, the, I mean, you play the first one. That's you know, you get you know, kind of the idea of it. But if if you're new to the series, they they kind of give you a rundown of what happened. 
See, I would, and it I is would, like a sort of like a reboot. Like, yeah, I would, yeah, I would, I would argue, I would argue that you would need to play the first game first. I would advise because of Michael Ironsides. Oh yeah, and yeah, because yeah. of just how pure that experience was. Oh my god, that's like, oh, that's what I loved about like just, oh, it, just, yeah. it was a whole total package yeah. for that game. Yeah. Just the first time you do that that split in a hallway and yeah. watch an enemy drop underneath you, walk underneath you, so you can go, hey there. <laughs> Yeah, it's just. I just I just miss his smart ass comments too, yeah. like Grim Grim's daughter and everything like that. But he just does. There's nothing. Memorable. And, by, and, by, and by the way, folks, for those of you who are wondering and haven't played the series, it's not Grim's daughter. It's one word thing. Grim's daughter, yeah. spelled G R I M S D O T T I R. Yeah, they call him Grim. Yeah, because it does sound like Grim's daughter. Yeah, like oh, who's Grim? A member of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah. Who's Grim and is his daughter available? Yeah. <laughs> yep. There you go. There you oh, go. That's gonna bother me that I can't remember the name of the the, the old head of Third Ash. I think his name was Lewis. So no, I could be wrong. It was uh, <laughs> Steve or, or Lenny. I want to. I don't know. What's his Jim. name? Jim. <laughs> I'm looking up right now. That fantastic Mister Indigo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, while Ryan is looking up the answer to that question, I invite you folks, if you have played it or if you have any other questions about the series, to email us at cast at threeheadedboy.com. Um, we'll wait on Ryan to, to grab that information. I think that's going to do it for today. So you can find us at threeheadedboy.com. You can email us at cast at threeheadedboy.com. You can find Tristan at TBA Films YouTube. on the YouTubes. Slash yep. TBA Films and on Three Headed Boy under his column. Hypeway to the danger zone. Which I gotta finish up. I'd and like, exploding I footage of my Lambert. 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 <laughs> I knew it was an L. <laughs> Lenny. <laughs> Lenny. Louis. Lambert. I remember that too. I should have yeah. come up with that. That that's how it's spelled. Yep. Grim, I knew it. Grim's you see dog. enough. I remember. It's, it's Grim's super, dog. Super. Super. Yeah. German. You can also uh, getting back to that. You can also find Patrick at P Night Music, and if my footage stops exploding, maybe something will be uploaded. There you go. <laughs> Are you using Fraps? <laughs> I stopped using Fraps because Fraps was eating me. Yeah, it does that. I miss Lambert. <laughs> that crooked fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on ortel.dashnet.org playing Cookie Clicker. Um, I am at 43,000 cookies and going 164.1 cookies a second. <laughs> Guys, you can look forward to the to the next couple weeks. We'll be talking about GTA 5 as it comes out. I'm if ready. we can tear him away from Cookie Clicker. If we can yeah. tear me away from Cookie Clicker, I'll also be hopefully talking about Rayman Legends, which just came out. I and know. I haven't had a chance to pick it up yet. Everyone's saying that's fantastic. I haven't picked it up yet, though, even though it's out. Um, and hopefully very shortly we'll also be talking about Killer is Dead for those of you guys who are fans of Suda51's work. Yep. We, so, should, yep. we should totally do a four-player Let's Play for uh, Raymond Legends. That would be fun. Five-player. Re- oh, that's right. We could do. Well, who would be fifth? We'd have to get a special guest star. Special <gasps> guest star. Tabascus! One of my roommates, probably. Uh, yeah. if, all, <laughs> if only. God. It's like we wouldn't have to talk. He would be all the entertainment. Exactly. All right, folks. Until next time. Peace out. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck was that? (laughs) He choked at the end.